Welcome to the Particularly Packers podcast. Listen in as Bob Dog travels around the football universe in hopes of understanding the madness that we love about the league, particularly the Green Bay Packers. The journey begins now. Go Pack Go. Go Pack Go, baby. What's up, everybody? Bob Dog once again checking in with you, Particularly Packers podcast. Oh, man. Today we got to look at, of course, what everybody probably tuned in for, the Aaron Rodgers drama and the we'll see comments. Um, Very, you know, I'm going to give you the true Packers perspective. We ain't about it. We didn't like it um, for the simple fact that people should, people want to play in Green Bay. People want to play with Devontae. People want to play with Big Dog. People want to play with this defense, have you here on the other side. There's definitely going to be people thankful for this situation and hopeful for this situation. Um, we'll see is kind of the, uh, let's put it this way. If you're talking about relationships because everybody's in this Packers relationship, um, you know, that's what they call it. Even though you're just under contract, you're really just an employee. But we'll talk about the relationship. If you're in a relationship and your partner is asked um, whether they're with you, going to be with you next year or not, and they say, we'll see, you got to go. Um, you can keep them on the line. Keep them. If you're going to be getting yours, get yours. But uh, know mentally and, you know, emotionally, that, that that's done. There's nothing there. There's nothing there. It's all on contract. There's no emotion. We ain't tripping. We know what it is. Booty calls. Um, with that being said, Packers hot seat. Let's run back to that. We're going to start with the first person here. I'm not even going to guarantee he doesn't get cut before the beginning of the season. It would definitely clear up some cap room, and there's been little to no production out of this fella um, except for consistency on the health end. So the dude is always there. He's been part of our team. We love him. Um, He's definitely a Packer through and through, but we can definitely use improvement. We need improvement, and we have improvement. Um, That's going to be Dean Lowry on the defensive line. He's been healthy for us. He's always playing on, you know, at his spot. He's always there for us, but he's reached his ceiling. I don't see him improving. Um, his stats for the last, like, four years have been pretty much, like, trash. I mean, he hasn't done anything. He's, he's there. He's consistent. He will make the tackle if the guy runs into him, but don't expect him to get sacks or, you know, don't expect him to be breaking off and applying super pressures. I mean, Dean Lowry has not been worth the money. Um, he's a stable body and maybe in the locker room, but as far as the playing field, we can definitely improve. We have the improvement. We have Rashawn Gary coming up. We got Lindsay Kiki coming up. We got pieces that are supposed to be sliding around and Kenny Clark, not playing nose as much. We got the big, the big guy, uh, Tradell Slayton that can play, you know, clog up there. So Dean Lowry has been fun. Um, if you last to the season, you know, I'm happy for you. But at the same time, I would love to see what these young guys bring because we know what Dean Lowry brings, and he's not going to be a Pro Bowl. He's not, you know, he's not going to be up there. He's not going to be Zadarius Smith. He's not maybe Preston Smith, but Preston he showed flash that first year, so at least we saw that. I think Preston got more sacks in the first year than Dean Lowry did, you know, in the last four. Um, I know different position, not by much, you know, but it's different position. Preston Smith is the next man on the list. Preston we brought in as a free agent. He produced the first year with him and Z. The second year, not so much. You know, we've been he's been falling back and back, and he's not it's not so much that he's not improving, but we have Rashawn Gary, man. He's waiting to eat up that spot. He deserves that spot. I believe he's gonna win that spot this year. Um Rashawn Gary, once again, I think I, he's gonna have ten sacks. And if him if he's gonna have ten sacks, Preston Smith is going to be seen in that bench. Um, th- there's times where they can get all three of them on the field, but 
Preston Smith, I think, had his highlight year, the first one. And, you know, he has a potential. He can do it. So Preston, he's going to have to fight for a job. Um, I like Preston Smith. He, he said all the right things. I missed the him and Zadarius thing, but, you know, they didn't produce last year together. They didn't produce in the interviews together like they did. So we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. Um, there's definitely hope there. As opposed to Dean Lowry, we're kind of, we know what we're going to see. Preston, you know, maybe maybe he has another standout year. That would be nice. Next guy on the list needs a standout year. I still believe in him. I'm still thankful we signed him. And like they said, we're a better team with him on it, and that's Kevin King. Oh, man, Kevin King, the cornerback, everybody knows him right now because of that big, you know, the big blow it in that NFC title game when, you know, he gave up the touchdown at the end of the half. It was huge. It was catastrophic. However, it was the, you know, he played it wrong. The defense was called wrong. It was all wrong. The whole situation was wrong. He got burned a couple times, but he also made some good tackles. Kevin King, he has a lot of potential, a lot of length, you know, and then we have uh, Eric Stokes going to be filling that spot. So, you know, what's going to happen with Kevin King? I'm not sure on the market he would fetch too much money. So, I, you know, moving forward, does he make the roster on a completely cut salary? It's possible. I wouldn't even mind him being there. I mean, Kevin King, like I said, he's a Packer. I'm, I'm, I'm a fan of Kevin King. I like him. He's always injured. He's definitely, you know, had a lot of injury issues. But that is, that is what it is, his hamstring. He plays hard. Um, definitely a Kevin King fan, but you are on the chopping block. You're on the hot seat. This is your year right here on the prove it deal. So it's nothing new to you. You know it. So you got the prove it deal. Um, I'm, I'm hoping you come in and prove it. I would love to see a pick that first week. Kevin King, that would be amazing. That would be what you need. Kevin King pick first week, week one. That would be the beginning that sets you up, man. Then just keep it, keep it rolling. Next man on the block is our wide receiver. Number two, Marquez Valdez Scantling. Yeah, I enjoy saying the name too. MVS, you know this dude. A lot of a lot of a uh, lot of a lot of attitude actually out of the guy. Every time you kind of hear from him, he just he kind of seems like he has a lot of attitude to him. I'm not sure about the vibe in the locker room or how he really blends with everybody, but at the same time, we don't really have any of the. Uh, well, I guess on the defensive side, we got some jokesters over there. Probably on the O line, we have a little fun, a couple funny guys, but ultimately, there's not a lot of joking over there. Devonte Adams, he seems more of a serious type, but maybe it all trickled down from Aaron Rodgers because he's kind of serious, and then he cracks his joke when he wants to joke. However, you know, I'm sure when he's serious, it's supposed to be game time. This time, this time, it's, you know what I mean. But he just seems like, you know, I guess since we're well, before I get to that, last guy on the list is Marquez. You know, I'm not. I wish him the best. I've never been the biggest fan of him. I rooted for him when he came out of college. And when we first got him, I, I really wanted to see him stand out and get a chance. It hasn't panned out. Um, with that being said, we haven't picked up anybody besides Devin Funches. Devin Funches, I even I saw something this morning about, oh, what if we cut Devin Funches? Is Devin Funches going to be cut before the season? I don't remember who put, who posted it or whatever, but they should be slapped. You know what I mean? It's like I don't understand what they're thinking. That whole room's going to be clearing out, and Devin Funches is our only question mark. We know what we're getting from everybody else. Um, I mean, there's people you can cut, whether it's Malik Taylor, or there's a couple of people that you can definitely cut on our squad, but Funches is our, our hope for a wide receiver. Number two, big body guy. He's going to be putting it in. Last guy on the list is Robert Tanyan. I'm not a big fan of Robert Tanyan myself. He is pretty consistent. Um, he catches most of the balls in his area, which is what you ask of a tight end. 
His blocking is, you know, decent. I'd say he's a B blocker when it comes to, you know, run blocking or even pass protection. He, he did okay. He's not bad. He's not bad. Um, but he's not he's not a star. He doesn't have standout speed. He doesn't have, you know, he doesn't create he doesn't create distance with the defenders very well. Um, these not things you can really approve on at his point. I believe that he's, you know, reached his ceiling. Um, I believe anybody with Aaron Rodgers on that backside will pad up those stats. So his stats for the last couple of years, you do have to take into consideration with, they have an awesome O-line the Packers have, and they had Aaron Rodgers. So I think you put anybody back there tight end wise, I think they're going to get some decent numbers. But with that being said, Jared Cook and a couple of those guys, they didn't pan out. So we have been through that. Bubba Franks and, well, I remember the tight end list. I, I've, I've been waiting for a tight end for years. Um, Mercedes Lewis is still here one more year, I believe. Maybe he'll retire if Aaron Rodgers isn't coming back. I'd be, you know, questionable to see what, what he's going to do. Um, Robert Tanya, man, you, you've been you've been a solid Packer. Um, I wouldn't be disappointed if we signed you, but I always like to see a, a key player, especially at tight end, if we could pick somebody up. I know Jimmy Graham didn't work there. You know, we, maybe it's Aaron Rodgers. Maybe Aaron Rodgers doesn't use the tight end successfully, and maybe that's one of the big gaps in his game that could have helped, you know, win the Super Bowls because, uh, yeah, the tight end, they haven't held very strong for us. We do have that huge Jared Cook catch in the playoffs that most people will remember, but other than that, the tight ends have never been our strong suit. Um, We haven't brought in, like, first-round picks there, you know, either. Uh, I think maybe Jimmy Graham was a first-round pick, but that doesn't count. With that being said, we're going to jump back to the guy. We'll see. We'll see. That's what uh, Aaron Rodgers had to say when he was asked over – the weekend at his little golf tournament with Tom Brady. We'll see. I didn't watch the tournament. I'm not a golf fan. I guess Aaron Rodgers did pretty good on his putting, you know, and uh, they ended up winning. So I don't really care about it. any of the golf side. As you see, I started yawning just thinking about that. Um, I do enjoy playing golf, but I don't play anymore. I sold all my clubs, but I do enjoy playing golf. Like most sports, I enjoy playing them, but when it comes to watching them, Different discussion, different episode. Maybe we can do one about watching sports, or, but that's different. That's different. All right, with that being said, we're going to jump back over to Aaron Rodgers, man. We'll see. That's pretty disappointing in the simple, you know, I would love to play for the Packers. I don't have the abilities or the talent. You know, I can, I'm not better than Kevin King. I would love to play cornerback or safety over there. Love it. You know, I, I would hope to. I would never say we'll see unless I'm done. If you're asking me about a partner or any type of team that I'm trying, am I going to be part of a team and I want to be part of I hope so. What do you mean am I going to? I hope so. Like That's what my contract is. I'm signed there. I'm supposed to be there. I sure hope I'm there. It's very interesting, his, you know, Roger's little role in the whole thing and the way he's looking at it, very unthankful. I mean, he's had some of the greatest line. Put it this way. He's had a better team than Tom Brady has most years, I would say, in the Patriots organization. We haven't had the best defenses, but our defenses are always decent. I mean, we're always one or two pieces away, you think, and most teams aren't that way. Um, especially if you look at Bill Belichick's drafting history, he didn't draft the best. That team was usually decreasing. Everybody they brought in, especially wide receiver-wise, I mean, there was no real talent around Tom Brady. The defenses were okay. There were, there were decent defenses. You have Stephon Gilmore. You've had some, you know, Teddy Bruschi. You had some crazy 
people back there, but you never had the greatest defense there. You you will never look back and look at the Patriots and say, oh, yeah, the defense, which comes to the thing. Everybody, when you talk about the Packers now and Packer, and Rodgers, it's concrete. It's 100% facts. Look at the stats. Rodgers chokes in playoff games, not just playoff games. The dude is mentally soft as a cupcake. Anytime he throws an interception and he falls behind, don't expect him to come back. You know, Aaron Rodgers is not a comeback artist. I think he has like 17 in his career. But if you watch that first Tampa game, he was flustered, man. And he can blame it on whatever he wants to blame it on. But that first Tampa game during the the regular season, that was Aaron Rodgers, man. I think he threw two INTs basically back-to-back. I think one was a pick six. I mean, he fell apart. He fell absolutely apart. And if you look at the end of that NFC championship game, if I'm not wrong, you know, correct me if I'm wrong, I believe there were three, three drives that the defense stopped right there at the end. I think Adrian Amos got an interception. Maybe Jahir Alexander. There was just some some huge plays on the defensive side. Aaron Rodgers had plenty of chances, produced nothing. You know, we were just flat and did nothing. But it's Aaron Rodgers. It's what he does. He doesn't come from behind. If he throws one interception, he usually loses a game. You know, he doesn't mentally. He's not. He's not there. He, he's telling you he's working on himself because he needs to. Because mentally, that dude's like. He seems like he's from up in Northern California, that type of mentality. Hey, take a shot at y'all, but no, nah, man, n- nothing personal. Um, but no, he seems like a goody-goody. Like he came from a, a decent family type thing, and he's, he's, he don't understand struggles because uh, you trade him over there to one of these bad teams, and that boy will be on his back all season. Last season, he spent no time on the injury report. He spent little to no time you know, on his back, but ultimately. Um, you get him behind one of these – Horrible offensive lines, and you were going to see a disaster. Um, imagine if, you know, Bakhtiari wasn't injured during that last game in Tampa Bay. Would we have held up better? Very possible. We have a good offensive line, but that Tampa Bay defense was beast all year. You know, you can blame our offensive line was injured. With that being said, I had the stupidest comment from some lady on, you know, online, of course, and nobody would say this to her. I don't, I don't. I'm thankful nobody said this to my face because I probably would have slapped her. Equal rights. Y'all fought for it. Don't, don't be mad at me. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll slap somebody if they say something stupid in front of me. And she had to say about Aaron Rodgers' lack of Super Bowl production. She said maybe if he had an O-line. I heard that. And I thought, wow, like maybe that person doesn't watch sports or doesn't understand the actual concept of football, but – the Packers have had one of the best offensive lines for years, and I've, I've stood by that. I love the Packers' offensive line. I think that's why we have swappable running backs, and they kind of produce. Is that offensive? It's just like Dallas, offensive line. Um, Aaron Rodgers got sacked very little. You know, he's not a mobile quarterback. He can get around, but as you see, he's not looking to run. The NFC Championship game proved it. He is definitely not looking to run. He wants to stand back there and throw the ball. Um so, with that being said, we have one of the best. David Bakhtiari, are you going to get better? We had uh, Balaga. We had Corey Lindsley. I mean, what else do you want? We had Billy Turner, one of the best, I think, free agent signings on the offensive line that I've seen in, you know, quite some time. I mean, we've had often, awesome, amazing offensive lines. I've been very thankful for our offensive lines. That's one of the main things that I'm thankful for that we should probably all be thankful for. So whoever that lady is, you're an idiot. Your IQ is probably lower than, you know, um, Rodgers' QB rating once he throws an interception. <laughs> hey. So with that being said, you know, I didn't 
I gave you the time of day. Uh, I'm, I'm, I kind of regret as much as I don't like living with regrets. I kind of regret giving it to you because that was the most retarded comment I've, I've heard so far this off season. With that being said, you hear a lot on the defense, you know, Rogers, is, is it Rogers? Is it Rogers? Is it the defense? When it comes to that, Aaron Rodgers has failed year after year after year after year, and Tom Brady's had worse defenses. That's right. Look back at Tom Brady's record. He's had worse defenses. A lot of it's been Aaron Rodgers. I think 2015 with Rodgers, just, he, he was bad. I mean, it wasn't good. I think 16 he was injured, 17, you know. Just look back at the years. You can do your own research. I've been through it on previous episodes, and it's just this guy is not – he, he he doesn't man up in those big games. Your regular season, you know, when he knows he's playing tomorrow, he'll show up. But when it comes to show, you know, win or go home, he usually goes home, um, especially in the NFC Championship game. I think the one that he won, and this has been addressed multiple times by Skip Bayless, and that's the one that he did win was against uh, Chicago when Jay Cutler didn't come in, come out at halftime, and Chad Henney came out. You know, and it was like, who? Who's that? I believe it was Chad Henney. It may not even been Chad. I don't even remember who it was. But yeah, basically, some it was a known. You know, it was a backup. He beat a backup in the second half. Jay Cutler had him. You know, on the ropes. And Jay Cutler is a second half guy, man. I think Jay Cutler probably would have beat him. I've always been a Jay Cutler fan, though. With that being said, just because he's a gunslinger, he kind of reminds me a little bit of the Favre aspect in that. But you know, not quite a Favre, definitely. With that being said. So a lot of people bringing up the defense, the defense, the defense. If you're going to bring up the defense when you talk about Aaron Rodgers' failures, my first question to you is, do you speak about the defense when you talk about Brady's success? When you think of Tom Brady's Super Bowl rings that he acquired, do you think about the defense that he never truly had? I mean, he didn't have the best defenses. He had some decent defenses. Don't get me wrong. He never had the, the top defense, I don't believe. Um do you blame, do you think of the defense when you think of Brady's rings? I don't. I think of Tom Brady in, in the clutch and how he came through and how he's always come through. And it's Tom Brady and the last person you want with the ball in the playoffs, as we know. But we kicked the field goal because Matt LaFleur is an idiot. But, you know, we're going to skip that. And I don't mean to call you an idiot, but that was a stupid decision. I know you regret it. And I was pissed when it happened. I remember jumping up and down like, what, you, you want to give him the game? You're going to give Tom Brady the ball back. Like, it's Tom Brady. It doesn't matter. If if you were worried, if you thought the defense was the weakness, you would have attacked it. He thought Tom Brady was the weakness. He learned the hard way. Um, oh, man. That was foolish. That was foolish. With that being said, I don't know from the Aaron Rodgers standpoint. Um, I think he's full of bull. Um, we'll see. I hope he's gone. I made that pretty clear already. You know, if he is there, cool. We'll use him, hopefully, you know, because he has the talent. But with all the extras, I'm totally okay with sitting him. Uh, we don't have to trade him. I mean, that's fine. Let him sit for a year and then trade him if you want. That way, if Jordan Love gets hurt or doesn't work out, maybe he comes back. Maybe, you know, maybe some way, but keep him on the bench. Might as well. That way you don't have to play against him. He's hot. He only has maybe three, four years left. I don't think he's a Tom Brady. He's definitely not a Tom Brady because you can look at his rings and his history. However, I don't think he has a health of Tom Brady either with his broken collarbones and all this other stuff. So with that being said, and not too many teams have put up with, uh, you know, the, the BS that's coming out, that's really coming out, you don't get that from Tom Brady. Tom Brady is, you know, he's a man. He's a player. He's pretty, you know, Tom Brady's Tom Brady. 
He's a different, different guy. Aaron Rodgers, he's always up to something when he goes into any interview. He's trying to get another message across. He's not coming at you straight. He's trying to always has an actual message. He's trying to, you know, something he's trying to beat in there. It's not just a straight talk. So with that being said, if you don't talk about the defense when it comes to Brady's Super Bowls wins, don't talk to me about defense when it comes to Rodgers' chokes in the playoffs. He had plenty of chances to win that game. Um, you know, I understand there were a couple of dro- dropped balls. There was a bad call. If he's mad at anything, you know, I don't know if he's – he definitely didn't like the Jordan Love pick. He wanted somebody. He definitely doesn't want competition. He feels entitled to his position and that he should be there and that, you know, uh, why are you bringing somebody else? No competition for his position. Okay, we get that. We get that. Or possibly, on top of that, he's pissed at the coach we brought in, who was a nobody, Matt LaFleur, who I didn't think we should have hired to begin with. However, we brought him in. He's done good on the win and loss record. That might be more on Rodgers. You know, we can say what we can say. But in that playoff spot, he shouldn't have been there. I mean, let's be honest. That guy made the wrong the wrong call. And maybe that's what Rodgers is mad about. Maybe it's all just looking back like this organization is a bunch of foolery bringing in all these young kids and it's going to be a youngster thing. Um, why am I sitting around waiting for it? And maybe he's going to tell Big Dog the same thing. Like, hey, they're bringing in the young bloods. Why are we going to sit around and wait for it? And I think if Rodgers goes, I think Mercedes Lewis, you know, maybe maybe he doesn't play. Maybe he says, all right, you know what? I'm going to go ahead and retire, which I wouldn't be mad at him. I love Mercedes Lewis. Uh, I've, I'll have for a long time, so. You know, we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens, folks. I won't keep you all tied up anymore. We'll see. Um, is totally different than I hope so. You know, or what you like, you know, any type of hope or want or anything, but he definitely didn't express it. Um, usually when that happens, there's no interest. That's fine. You know, get it. We don't have to move on. We got him hostage. Everybody talked about the leverage and the leverage. Um, he's got le- Rogers has leverage as long as Jordan Love doesn't win. If Jordan Love comes out and wins, Oh, man, it's a different ball game. Not only is it a different ball game, Matt LaFleur then becomes a different talk. I mean, he's, he's up for coach of the year at that point. You know what I mean? Because you're not supposed to win with Jordan Love. Right? If, if Rodgers leaves, he's not supposed to win with Jordan Love. The, the world isn't expecting him to win. So I think it'll be beautiful if Rodgers does, you know, not play this year for the Packers starting QB and Jordan Love actually pulls off a nine-win season. Or gets us into the playoffs. Do you understand? Like, that would be amazing. That would be completely amazing. It'd be pretty cool. Um, that being said, if Rodgers comes back, we expect Super Bowl. So it's a different level of expectation. However, you know, I'm thankful. I'm thankful as long as we're winning. Um, for those that don't know, I'm a Sacramento Kings fan with basketball, and winning is hard to come by. I understand that. I definitely have a losing team in my heart. So. I would like to stay a winning team. You know, I don't want to go back to those losing seasons. However, you know, I'm a Packer fan through and through. I've been a Packer fan before Rodgers. I'll be a Packer fan after Rodgers. And I've always loved the no BS type guys that just want to play, you know, come in thankful, thankful for the opportunity. When you're no longer thankful, it's time to go, to be honest. And I think that's the same way you should look at relationships, look at life, look at most things. You know, every day I'm thankful. I'm thankful to wake up. That goes out to my, you know, RIP Homer. He was uh, paralyzed from, you know, just under the shoulders down. He could shake his shoulders, and I, I had deep conversations with him as a kid. So I have a different level on being thankful just for my ability to stand up and walk out of the room, let alone be alive and breathing. You know, so it's just – it starts with thankfulness. Um, if you start with anything but thankfulness, you become, you know, toxic to those around you. 
and you know it's key so with that being said i'm thankful for all of you once again it's bob dog with the particularly packers podcast i love y'all um hit me on social media with any questions or anything you want me to go over topic ideas you know i'm open to it love you guys once again uh check in with me subscribe where you get your podcasts follow us on social media and we love y'all go pack go you have been listening to the particularly packers podcast Please follow us on social media and please subscribe wherever you get your podcast. Thank you for listening and as always, Go Pack Go!